Hello, people. Here's another Role Players Are Wonderful episode with original music by Andrew Clotworthy. Go to soundcloud.com slash clotworthy to hear more of his music and follow him on Twitter at Clotwo. To hear the unedited raw feed with all roles and out-of-character discussion intact, go to donate to paw.win to gain access to the podcast are wonderful premium feed. Last time on Role Players Are Wonderful, Cat played by Joe, Barbara played by young Alex, Pommel played by old Alex, and Marrow played by Greggy made their way across the desert wasteland. The gang had a hard time deciding whether to explore an anchor tunnel or not. That's it. Wait, that's it? Really? This is barely worth recording, Greggy. I'm a member of the demonic, ghoulish, and ghastly voice actors union, you know. <sighs> I'm sorry, folks. I'll try to get them to do more stuff on this episode of Role Players Are Wonderful. Character sheets and swords and sorcery. And we made a show because being friends is neat. Epic quests and treasure chests And all that because we have to admit Role players are wonderful Role players are wonderful After your watches are all up and you guys fall rested You break camp and uh, you get ready to start out for the evening how do you want to try to make your way across the desert? Well, I'm going to um, try and use the thing to see if I can remake a sled or like my original idea. If I had a bad roll to just make a mat that we could maybe like just pull Keth on or, you know, something or Keth and I could take turns on it. Something like that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Oh. Yeah. You use the artifact and you summon in a better sled than you did last time. This oh, sled sweet. is, even it's with lighter, the- it's it's a little bit bigger, but it's much lighter, so that um, dragging it through the sand will be easier. It's a little more aerodynamic, like it cuts the sand a little bit. It's kind of sitting on little um, treads, and um, the harnesses on it look much more comfortable. Awesome. They have little know, leaf pads. I know we named the last one Cool Runnings, but I think we should name this one Cool Runnings as well. <laughs> Um, Cooler runnings. Before we yeah. yeah, before we go, can you try to put a rock above the uh, on the like the actual entrance to the cave to make sure they don't like try to sneak up behind us? Well, there's yeah, nothing in the cave. The, what do you the mean? Cave of they're giant scorpions. It's fine. They're all. I mean, those caves are all over the wasteland. Like blocking yeah. off one of them, I don't think is very effective, and that's coming from the GM. So. <laughs> and it'll be no- noisy and we don't want to attract their attention gotcha alright so I guess uh, we're going to try for animals again come on marshmallow <laughs> yeah you can I want the best yes! marshmallow oh, marshmallow is back it is uh, so three? good to see you three is a mastiff mastiff's nice. pretty good eight eight, brown eight bear. is a brown bear hell yeah so you have two animals that are strong enough to pull the sled they look uh, extra cute, harnessed up, and um, they're ready to go. Oh yeah. Okay. Everybody we on the pack up running. and yep. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to ride here? The, the sled. sled. 
And I'll say with a nine, you're able to hold on. You're kind of shaky on the sled. Do, do we want to roll yes, right on roll the... right. We had to do it last time. Oh, did we? Yeah. We did. Oh, I forgot about that. Nice. Steering. Yeah, I was going to say, Marrow looks fucking noble. Just kicking it. Very comfortable on the sled. Well, I think I'm the one that's most used to uh, riding in coaches and whatnot. Uh, yeah, yeah so regal you as fuck. <laughs> you're all able to, to hold on to the sled. Uh, Palma looks like... Maybe she's getting a little motion sick on it for whatever reason, but everybody's everybody's settled in, and um, once again, you are moving at a pretty good clip across the desert, so you may be able to make up the time you lost on the previous night. Nice. Okay, um, and I'm looking at my book again while we're going. Cool. Um, I'm reading a book, steering the raft. And not hey, raft. hey, Pavel. What? What's up? Where are you from? I don't know what the uh, <laughs> I know when. I'm yeah, I'm from a gnome forest. Oh. <laughs> you guys live in like trees or something or a mushroom? Yeah, like mushrooms. Uh, okay, no. <laughs> uh, some of the guys live in mushrooms. Some of the guys live in trees and they make cookies. Uh wow. I I live in a Have you ever met a wooden princess house. Before? Have I ever what? Met a princess before? No. I've never met a princess either. So we have that in common. That's nice. Yeah. All right. I was trying to talk about where it comes from. And you got yeah. it. <laughs> no, no, no. I, what, what about your wooden house? Yeah, I, li- I, I live in a normal small wooden house and everyone in my family made shoes. That's dope. <laughs> no, it's Are not. You- <laughs> Are your parents still alive? Uh, Are your parents as as still I- together? Divorce can be tough. I don't know what the hell's wrong with you guys. I'm just trying to to be normal. Look, I'm just trying to pass the time. Why did you move out of your your home? Why did you decide to think... Yeah, you don't like like shoes? I mean, I got pretty nice shoes on right now. Uh, But no, I I didn't want to, you know, make shoes every day. We don't even get paid for it. We make them at night. And then we... (laughs) And then we... We let a normal tall man say that he made them. <laughs> That's rough. You guys know that? No. No. A normal tall man. I've yeah. heard about this kind of thing, but yeah, that sucks. Were you like a slave? <laughs> no, we, we did it voluntarily. Why? I don't know. It doesn't seem like a good deal for you. I don't, yeah, I don't get those. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, the rest of the gnomes, they don't get what's weird. That's the thing. You try to explain it to them. Yeah. And the other guys, the, co- the guys who make the cookies do sell them. <laughs> do they ever make weed cookies? Good they question. Oh, Barbara. I mean, maybe. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> okay. So, as you're having this conversation... I would, we're going to say like three quarters of the way through the night, so it's been about six hours of just traveling and um, having some really good bonding time. <laughs> and you hear uh, a shuffling off in the distance, and um, you look up and the horizon starts to shift. So, you know, this is the third time well, that Marrow's experienced it at least, but this time you kind of have a feeling for what's coming. So I'll give you 
a little bit longer to try to figure out what you want to do, but um, okay. how do you want to I'm handle it? I'm going this? to try. Well, yeah, he's going to yeah. look around. I'm going to try to use the amulet to pull a rock up. Yeah, I'm sticking with Marrow. Yeah. Okay, so with that, Marrow, you're able to summon a rock large enough for a couple of people to hide behind pretty quickly. Um, Kes says there's got to be something nearby uh, big enough for all of us. Um, does, There's got to be something big enough nearby for all of us. <laughs> how, how do we, does he kind of guide us? Can I feel like well, he, he nudges you in, well in a like... direction? I'm, I'm standing behind this rock that Marrow made. I don't care. Yeah, you stay with the sled because I don't think we would be able to pull the sled and ourselves to whatever rock outcropping outcropping we find. Okay, so Keth pushes the rest of you. To the north, Pommel's going to stay with the sled and the animals behind the rock that Marrow summoned. So, uh, the rest of you roll a, a d20. Oh, boy. Nice. Okay, so Marrow and Keth, you're able to roll quickly <laughs> under a nearby rock that uh, works, you know, as, as good cover here. And uh, Barb, you dive for the rock that they've slid under and you're just a little too big so you kind of get stuck with your um your head and your like shoulders sticking out as the sand wave comes over uh you're gonna take three damage so that's not not bad but it it really sucks you get a lot of sand in your ear and in your eyes and um it hurts you have a bad headache you've been hit in the face with gale force winds and a lot of sand while your legs were sticking under the rock but your head was sticking out into the sand and um, after that everything everything settles again after the wave passes over and it's cool and dark in the desert and the rest of you have successfully evaded the most recent shockwave I'm going to give Barb a bath by pouring the uh, infinite water over so I can uh, (laughs) wash the sand out pour some water on Barb's face well, I'm just all over. I, I, I mean, it's infinite, so. Okay. So everybody else crawls out from under the rocks. You guys kind of dust yourself off and uh, load up the sled and keep moving? Or do you want to do something else? We need a water amulet if you just have infinite water. <laughs> well, we can't control, control it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I guess mean, we'll like get... I'd like your perspective, Barbara, but... <laughs> yeah, since we still have our sled and our animals and everything, I guess we can just keep going. Yeah, all right. Let's, let's go. You guys are, are making great time again. And as the sun comes up and the temperature starts to rise, you get to um, basically what you thought was just like a, a weird kind of um, drop in the horizon where you thought it was it would be like another hill. Pre- like previously, you were on top of kind of um, a weird hill where you ran down and then that's how you found the the uh, abandoned and ruined town this time however when you get to that kind of edge you look down and you realize you're on a giant plateau oh so uh you look down and you're about 60 feet up from the bottom of this it, it's not like a ravine or anything it's just like you you're on a giant plateau and uh you look both directions and it seems like you're not off course but there's not really going to be a shortcut around this it would take days of travel to get to a place where maybe this plateau um kind of levels out and you could go around so why did it like it's not a jumping distance is it no well, it's not it's like not a, like it's, it's not a yeah. gap it's just 
it's the like plateau. A, yeah. Like we're at the top ends. of a cliff, oh, and then it oh, goes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Much yeah, your your path is at the bottom of this cliff. All right. Uh, so what do you guys want to do about it? So, Mario, could you build kind of like a staircase down inside of the kind of cut out rock uh, stairs into the mountain side? Could do that. Could do repelling ropes. We could do that. We have ropes. Uh, we could. Nice. Yeah. I mean, do we do we want to just sleep now and see about it in the morning, or do we want to get down to the bottom and sleep down there? I guess it's better down. I want to sleep, sleep down. Yeah, yeah, down there would be better. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess let's let's take a quick look around, see if there's uh, any natural also, way of getting down. But also, if you uh, grow a big leaf, I could use that as a parachute. <laughs> Keth slides on his goggles and looks around, uh, but doesn't see anything except for uh, off in the distance. He notices that the the cloud that you guys have been observing for the past few days uh, looks very very magical it looks mm. to you guys it just looks like a weird funnel cloud above what you think is lilan to keth through his his goggles it looks like like a funnel cloud of pure magic and then down like on the ground far from the horizon like maybe the whole town is enveloped in some sort of mist mm. magical mist guys is I it sort of obviously pulsing in any way like uh these walls of sand we keep getting caught in uh, you can't. I mean, he can't tell that from from this distance. Okay. It's just there's there's definitely some magic popping off over in that zone. The rest of you, uh, with your perception checks, you look around, and the only thing you can tell is that you're on a huge fucking plateau, and it would take a long, long time to get around it. So he can see the city from here, though. Well, he can he see can, the, the magic out cloud. Yeah, yeah the, the clouds above what you think is the place you're traveling to, and from here with your perception checks i will say that down down on the ground you look out and what may be uh, another day of travel from the bottom of the cliff looks like some sort of encampment it does it's not as big as the town you were previously in but um there looks like there's something out there that's that's man-made mm. maybe they have horses like horses that don't turn to dust at the end of the day that'd be cool <laughs> yeah that'd be nice that's cool uh, as marshmallow is yeah Let's try and fucking get down this uh, plateau. So we don't see any kind of rock outcroppings that we could just jump down. No, I mean you're on a you're on a deserty plateau cliff zone. So we're gonna All try right. To make so ropes. I'm gonna try to. Well, we'll see how well it goes. So my my main idea is to just make like stairs out of vines going down the uh, side of the plateau. If that like doesn't work, maybe. Rock, uh, or should I should I be just trying to make long vines to rappel down with? I would prefer stairs. Yeah. Yeah. But if that if that messes up, then I don't know if, what we'll do. Couldn't we just try one and the other, or would that not work? Hmm. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I'll give it a give it a try. Let's see what we get. So with that. You're able to produce some stairs, so you focus really hard and you look down and uh, out from the cliff beneath your feet slides a large piece of sandstone and then under that another piece of sandstone slides out so that you have these three to four foot platforms that kind of slide out underneath each other in a staircase pattern out from the side of the cliff and each of them at the end 
create a, a small vine hand railing. They don't go all the way down. They go about three quarters of the way down and they don't just like stop, but they just kind of get smaller and smaller. So it gets, it gets a little more narrow and a little more precarious as you get towards the bottom. Um, you're unsure if that's because of your experience with it or if there's um, a distance effect that you can only alter so much in your, you know, in your immediate vicinity or, mm-hmm. you know, you're not quite sure. But basically, you're able to summon a staircase large enough to make it most of the way down. It gets pretty sketchy towards the end of the staircase. Well, I stopped moving down. Yeah, I guess we just have to go for it. Can we, is, would that be a climb check or an acrobatics check? Or? No, I would say, um, I mean, this staircase... Maybe is, for you, because, like, each, isn't each one of them as tall as Pommel? <laughs> well, I'm going down. I'm just jumping down each mm. one, right? Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, they're, you know, you manifested them to walk on, so they're not, like... Well, I mean, as it gets harder, I thought maybe it would be a check. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, I, it, I could, it's great if it's not. I mean, you guys can make it to the bottom without it being a check, but the bottom of the staircase is still, you know, there's still a pretty... Oh, it, it just stops entirely. I thought you were saying, like, it keeps getting smaller, but okay. I, it I gets get smaller you. and smaller, but yeah, like... It, Eventually you, it stops, yeah. Yeah, when the staircase has become... Uh, when the last stair is not traversable, you're still 20 or 30 feet up. I'll say 20. So you got a 20-foot drop from where the staircase gets kind of... Um, kind of shitty so what do you want to do at the bottom of the stairs how long is our sled well the sled is up up at the top we wouldn't have tried to bring that with us Mero you should try to grow me a big leaf and I'll just glide down would that work for me well I don't can I just keep using the thing over and over again I mean I don't see why not well, isn't it? We can't really do that because uh, we don't want the one guy's. Uh, no, well, I mean, I think we're okay as far as that goes. I just, right. yeah, I mean, use it as much as you want. Okay, okay. Well, then, I, I guess why don't I just try to finish making the stairs? So. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but I want to. It would be cool to do it. Fun. Okay, here's a leaf first. I'm making you a leaf now. Thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> You make a giant, very soft, lily pad-looking leaf, and um, it grows out of one of the handrails. You pluck it off, and you hand it to Bobble. Nice. Okay. All right. I'm going to hold this above my head, and I'm going to uh, jump down. All right. You're going to need to make a couple of checks. (laughs) Really? Yes. Yes. You're jumping with a leaf. This is now, I did make this leaf specifically for her to uh, parachute with. So. Right. So you're going to need to make a strength check to hold on to the leaf. And then you're going to need to make an acrobatics check to guide yourself with this leaf paragliding thing you're doing. Okay. It can't be very heavy, so I don't know how hard of a strength check it would be. I mean, it's your it's your ability to hold on to it. Not that it's, it's heavy. Go ahead and roll your acrobatics. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god. A five and then a... A natural uh, one. natural one plus oh, four. Boy. Uh, uh, <laughs> I hope Pommel doesn't have a broken leg. <laughs> for the right. A 20 foot drop. Yeah, that would... Snap. Uh, snap. <laughs> Did Pommel just jump to her death? <laughs> 
Um, it's sand. It's fine. Why didn't we really can I can I use the can I try to as she's falling down? Can I try to use the thing to make a trampoline or something to catch her? Uh, no nope. pile. Of <laughs> no, no, you can't. Okay, so wow. Uh, uh, all right. So this is what happens. Pommel holds the leaf above her head. She takes a running start and jumps off the railing and holds the leaf above her head. And at first, it looks like it's going to be great. I mean, it's beautiful and majestic, mm. and Pommel mm. is gliding like an eagle, just soaring on a thermal, just cruising and uh, looking like a genius for thinking this up. And uh, <laughs> what happens is that she's not strong enough to hold her weight against this this leaf parachute thing she has, and her grip sort of um, starts to falter and so the leaf starts to shake above her head and she veers off course and back towards the actual cliff face (laughs) and basically flies full speed into the side of the cliff after jumping off and spinning and then just kind of (laughs) swooping back in and hits the cliff face about 10 feet down just flat against the side of the cliff and then falls 10 feet to the sand I roll the damage. <laughs> 14 damage. <laughs> okay, so uh, my max HP is 19, so I have 5 health. Okay, yeah, so you're pretty shook up. You don't have any, like, broken limbs or anything, but you are, like, you're fucked up. I mean, I'm fine. <laughs> you... It works great. Thank you. <laughs> so the rest of you are standing on the, the final stair looking down. Pommel is in a Maybe heap on the make ground. A, make a ladder. Or co- co- uh, continue the series, guys. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> Mero just kind of sighs and then holds out the artifact and touches it against the side of the cliff, and the staircase uh, emerges to the bottom. It's, a, it's an escalator. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little it's a little more ornate. It's very soft. There's like moss on each of these stairs, and. Um, some pretty flowers that have blossomed and now you can kind of just stroll and ease down to the end of uh, the stairs. Oh, you guys are too scared to do extreme <laughs> sports? I guess. <laughs> give me the leaf, I will go jump. Uh, someone pick me up. <laughs> can I give what Pommel use my uh, uh, oh, yeah, infinite flask thing? You have one roll a day for it, so you can roll uh, 1d8 on that. Yeah, pour that into my mouth, please. Well, we're about to go to bed anyway. Gaga, you eat the train. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Thank you. You regain 3 HP from that. Okay, I'm gonna look around to see if we can find a place to sleep tonight or if we just need to set up camp. I feel great. (laughs) (laughs) It looked fun. It looked pretty fun. I mean, until the end. It was... (laughs) If you hug the wall of the cliff, it's... The, you the get better off. aerodynamics so <laughs> you're supposed to do it like that yeah okay so Marrow's able to kind of look around and survey the scene and finds another uh, similar rock uh, kind of formation that if you all are in between the cliff face and those rocks you're, you're granted a, a certain amount of shielding from any sort of shockwave blast and uh, a fair amount of visibility although now there is a staircase sticking out of the side of this cliff so that's pretty visible as well I mean there's not much we can do about you know if there's another weary traveler that happens upon this plateau they'll have a way down and that's nice 
Yeah. What a weary child. And I mean, it, everybody's looking for us anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess I could try to put it back up, but I would have to walk halfway off. You nah, can. fuck it, man. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. So, let's besides, see. when we want to go back home, I mean, we're gonna love having that there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, uh, hopefully, like, we'll there'll uh, be a better way home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm you hoping know, like we'll get like a dragon by then or something, <laughs> or like a hot air balloon with the wind artifact can just constantly blow us where we need to go. Okay, let's not counter chickens yet, but yeah, that's a cool idea. Well, yeah, if we do survive, if we do have a chance to go home. Yeah. Uh, oh, we're gonna get an airship someday, but don't worry, but. <laughs> You know, I've had my eye on one for years. Hard to build one. We would just need the vines bait the basket and the, f- <laughs> the vines to make the mesh uh, balloon mm-hmm. and then the fire in the bottom. You know, I was thinking like that Azada guy we met. He was saying that he's not able to get home to the Feywilds. Yeah. And, and he's like, if he can't do it, like, you're fucked. Like, <laughs> like how are you going to get home? Thanks, man. That's really, I really appreciate that. Well, I'm just saying like, that those enemy guys have a way back. I don't know. If, I mean, I I don't know if they're telling him the truth. Anyway, I was just saying, like, that sucks. Because they couldn't know just like a special. Yeah, I know it sucks. <laughs> we'll figure, My life. We'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> okay, so you guys are setting up watch and settling in? Yep. How, how many hours are you now at your book, Meryl? Oh, that's a good question. So I got one the one night. Um, I guess next. two the next. Oh, yeah, two the next. And then we. I also had, I think, one night of being able to read while we were walking. So we'll say mm-hmm. that's like another 10 or 12 hours. Okay. So you're at one 30? 27, I'd say. 27. Oh, yeah, 16. Sorry. Yeah, okay. So somewhere between 27 and 30. How many hours did you need? 48? 48, that's right. Okay. All right, cool. Um, so you're setting up watch. Everybody's getting getting some rest. Uh, Pommel is very dusty and <laughs> kind of seems maybe a little concussed. Yeah, we let Pommel off of the watch routine tonight. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> so the uh, day passes with no more shockwaves. And um, as the sun is setting, you're able to break camp at the rock formation so, uh, how do you want to spend this evening? Uh, yeah, I guess I'll try and make another sled since we keep losing them over and over again. Ooh, not a good one. Oh, boy. All right, so with that, you are able to produce a sled, but it is heavy and oblong and... Uh, lame um, runnings. Warm walkings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. warm walkings. You're not, you're not feeling the rhythm or the vibe. <laughs> Guys, I try to help us with five with for growing animals, getting animals. Giant goat. Hit goat. Ah. Giant goat. Yeah, it's pretty good. One is a rat. A rat. rat. <laughs> the normal size <laughs> rat. Yeah, marshmallow. Marshmallow. Every night that has been marshmallow. My friend marshmallow, you have returned. You are my most powerful ally. <laughs> Little uh, giant goat is just hanging out, doing that thing that goats do, where they move their mouth in a weird way, and when they're not eating anything, um, and the rat just kind of scurries off into the desert. <laughs> Get back here! No, no idea. Ah, yes. Um, okay, so, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, are you guys just gonna leave the sled because? 
I don't know. Yeah, is it going to be any faster than? Well, we do have a giant goat. I, I mean, I could ride the goat and keep reading my book if you yes, guys. I mean, someone can. Yeah, someone fine. can ride the goat. Um, the sled, like Barbara's going to have to make a strength check to see how fast he can pull the sled. I don't think the sled's worth pulling, right? Cause no. Like, yeah, yeah. Let's just walk. Yeah. Well, I can probably yeah. ride the giant goat too, right? I th- I would say that Pommel and and Keth or Pommel and Marrow can both ride the goat like where yes. it's unencumbered. Um, I'll carry Keth then. <laughs> I mean, I can walk. Like it's not a problem. <laughs> well, with the goat going full speed and me going full speed, we'll do better than us walking. Hey, right? look. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna protest, but if you want to carry me, that's fine. Okay, so I'll say with your 14 strength check, Keth piggybacking on Barbara and the other two of you riding a giant goat, you're able to make um, decent time. And so for this evening, you're traveling be unencumbered, uh, make good distance, and you don't experience any shockwaves on this evening. So you make it through the desert pretty uneventfully. Marrow, you're going to get another, what, eight hours of uh, reading done? Yep. Okay, so you're getting close. Getting there. Um, as the sun peeks over the horizon and uh, the goat and marshmallow return to their plane, you see... Farewell, my friend. <laughs> you see over the next crest that uh, you're you're within walking distance of that encampment that oh, you, yeah. you saw from the top of the cliff. So, Check do you want to try to make it there during this day, or do you want to camp? What? Do you, how do you guys want to handle this? I want to go check them yeah, out. Let's, let's, go. let's go. All right. They're probably not going to be very friendly. I mean, they're living the the wild. I mean, we're going to be yawning all day while we talk to these guys. But all right, let's go. <laughs> I don't know. Usually, when we meet people, it goes well. <laughs> <laughs> people love us. <laughs> see what's up and. If it's okay, then we can rest. If it's not, then... It's and we kill them all and uh, yeah. sleep in their house. <laughs> there we go. Really good at interactions so far. <laughs> so, As you're making your way through uh, this part of the desert, you move through um, some rock formations, and uh, it looks like the encampment's maybe another hour's walk from where you are. As you kind of make your way around a big piece of rock so it looks like uh you kind of stumbled upon a ankeg and it's baby ankeg and they're just kind of digging around in the desert um looking for stuff beneath the surface to eat and drag back to their tunnels i mean i'll say that they haven't really noticed you yet so i'll give you guys a turn to um to figure out what you want to do but here's a baby ankeg and its mother and um you know the drill. So let me get an initiative going. Alright, uh, Keth, you're up. Alright. How do you wanna. Uh, you guys are. You caught these ankegs flat footed. Nice. So I'm just going to run up on the mama and I do my attacks on it. Alright. Uh, so first one and the flurry of blows. Do either of those hit? The first one does hit. Alright. So how are you attacking this Ankeg? Uh, so I'm just gonna do a couple flips up to it and uh... Whack in the eye. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna just kinda go right between its pincers 
uh, at its at its face. Just give it a big slap. All right, you you slap this thing right in the fucking face, and yeah. it, uh, it's it's surprised and suddenly furious, and um, now is now it's mad and it wants to protect its baby. Yeah, uh, Marrow, you're up. Okay, I'm gonna move over here-ish. I, I'm Don't not go. within reach of the little baby currently, right? Maybe you should yeah. shouldn't you go right for the there. baby because that. Take I'm, my I'm not going for you. the baby. I'm just scooting up, and I'm gonna you know get my. Uh, I'm gonna get, inspire courage on all my guys, saying, "Ah, eh, this guy's no problem. We've done these before." Um, just Barba, watch out for the acid. Uh, but otherwise, we got this. Barber up. Charge up at the, the biggie. I'm gonna have to take that attack out of a 2 No, because um, we. We, uh, we it's got still during this. Yeah, you're, it's still the same turn where you were able to just like surprise them, basically. So you you can move into this range now um, without taking the attack of opportunity. However, you know, after this round, it'll be like a regular combat. So. Alright, so I'm gonna just try to hit him. 19. Hey! Nice. Beautiful! For 60. Whoa! That a boy. Um, this is why we bring Barbara. <laughs> yeah. I find a wow. good hit. I uh, you pull out Axe Spray and you're able, you just take a giant fucking overhand swing straight down at it like you're chopping a piece of wood. And you lodge it straight into the like the middle of this thing's like thorax or whatever, and it goes through the armor esque exterior, like the exoskeleton exoskeleton of this creature. And as you pull it out, there's like gushing um, acid and blood, and um, you just shake your axe off and uh, take a step back. But it's like it's fucked up. You took a, you got a really good shot at it, and you sunk your axe in pretty deep. Like it's, um, it's movement of its pincer. This, um, where you that side of its body that you like axed up. It's like that pincer looks fucked up. You may have severed some nerves and shit in there. So it's, it's not in great shape. I mean, that was a really good attack. So you, you've moved up, and both of you have actually succeeded in doing some pretty serious damage to the mama and keg. Pommel, you're up. Alright, if there's one thing I love to do, it's uh, kill steal. So I'm gonna try and finish this guy off. So I'm gonna move forward a couple feet, and then I got a new spell called Snowball. And what this does, I do uh, a 1d6 per level, so that's a 3d6 for me. And then if he doesn't make a successful fortitude saving throw, he's staggered for one round. Wow. Okay. So I'm going to do snowball. Yeah. Okay. So your spell hits. So um, it'll try to make a fortitude save, and you'll roll three d6 damage on it for snowball. And, yeah, and then yeah, that's what it says. It says one d6 per caster level, and I'm level three, right? So yeah. Okay. So you scamper up, and you pull out what look to be three regular sized snowballs. And then you throw them as hard as you can at this giant scorpion in the desert. And to all of your amazement, the ink egg collapses after the third snowball hits it in the face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah it, just, it just slumps forward. And um, you're all kind of shocked at how that happened. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it just couldn't withstand the crushing blows of these, these snowballs, these magical snowballs. 
Well, these guys, these desert creatures, they're not used to the cold. That's the thing. Well, except at night when it gets cold. <laughs> it's negative degrees. Uh, so the baby wheels around and it's very upset uh, that its mother has been vanquished by these uh, strange predators in the desert. It's going to run up to Keth and I guess it's going to take an attack of opportunity and uh, after that it's going to try and attack Keth. Well, that was a mistake because I get four opportunity attacks. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so I'll just roll those up. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> um, Do I kill it? I mean, I, I don't even. Yeah, it, it wheels around, it runs up to Keth. Keth literally turns around and grabs both his pinchers and just rips it off his body. Yes. Just rips both of them off of its body and then smashes it in the face with the pinchers until it's, it's just a pulp of uh, disgusting exoskeleton that's all cracked and, and gooey. I want your ACGs. I told you guys we could have went into that ank egg tunnel. It would have been <laughs> <Yeah>. no problem. <laughs> well, it wouldn't have been a problem for me. Well, the one that wasn't going. <laughs> Did anyone take any hits at all in there? <laughs> no. Jesus. No. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah you guys uh, <clears throat> can't attack us yet before we kill them both. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. I guess when when Barbara actually hits. Yes. <laughs> When Keth gets four attacks of opportunity and rolls up 28 damage of just unarmed <laughs> strikes, and Barbara's dealing 16 of axe, you know, just like severing axe damage, it's gonna be pretty brutal um, for any enemy. But that's, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's maybe the highest you guys have rolled on any battle, except for yeah. I think one of the one of the bandits you super fucked up too. Yeah, yeah. And Brian, the first Brian. Brian number one. Okay, well, yeah, you guys really fucked those things up. Um, <laughs> wasn't much of a challenge for you in the desert. Now the path looks pretty clear for uh, you to move towards the town, uh, and you can make your way there unencumbered, basically. As y'all approach this encampment, a very large man <laughs> saunters out to meet you by the um, the perimeter and he basically just kind of holds his hand up and and says um, howdy strangers ah, greetings uh, I'm a perfume salesman and these are my associates we've just uh, uh, blew into town as it were and uh, looking for some some lodging from this heat well, and I walk up and I go, "Wow, this this is a great town you guys have here. Uh, what, what do you call this place?" No, oh, we don't. We don't have a name for it. It's just our, just our desert camp for the moment. Uh, we don't need any perfume, but are you sure? I yeah, I think so. We're just uh, we're just traveling merchants, and um, Ooh. hard to hard to make your way across the wasteland. So we we camp out every couple of days to to regroup. Traveling uh, merchants, you, you say? Uh, have you ever been to uh, to Lyland? Ah, we have. We're actually uh, on our way back from Lyland, making our way back towards the mainland. Did you not notice a giant cloud on top of Lyland? Well, that's what we're trying to get away from. <laughs> yeah, what's, can, what's can, the deal? What's going on? Yeah. It's a lot of wild shit 
shit going on in Lyland right now. It's not not a good place to to be a merchant. So Let's we see. can't make any money. Yeah. We're trying to trying to get away from all this. We're heading dead on right to it. Do you have any advice for us? Don't. It's dangerous. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. This guy's there's a there's a lot of really crazy magic shit going on over there, and uh, I don't wow. really know what's going on. I so the whole that out of account. Any other advice? I can tell these guys they're amateur merchants because me and Barb we're the traveling salesmen ourselves, and uh, where the danger is, that's where the most money is to be made and the most opportunity. Anyway, you should uh, let us uh, have all your stuff. Well, no, maybe that's not right. Can, uh, can we kind of huddle in a group for a sec? Yeah. Hey, can you can you uh, just uh, stand over there, and we're gonna just have a group chat. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Really this bad guy, Cole trying to take all of his stuff. How right about we this guy's a fucking dweeb. Re- He'll probably give me his stuff. How about we go and see what kind of stuff they have there first? I, I don't care what they have. I want no, what kind of defenses they have? Oh, these guys are merchants. What? We're we're not gonna we're, we're not, gonna not going kill to attack these people. Yeah. I didn't say we're going to attack them, we're going to con them. <laughs> For what purpose? Uh, merchants have Why money. Why con people, yeah. Uh, what, what do we need money for? We're trying to fucking save the world. It doesn't come cheap, last time I checked. <laughs> I can sell an animal to them and then they'll... Haha, uh... <laughs> yes, that'd be <laughs> 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 Hey, come, come morning, hey, we're, oh, oh, we're trying to cut... Goat girl, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's actually a pretty good idea. I don't know if we should be trying to con them. Uh, I, I like this it. guy to look into my mirror. Well, <laughs> no, I, I, I really, yeah, I think we should yeah. really just now let's just get some information off them first. Like, what kind of bad shit is happening in Lyland? What do yeah, you yeah, need? Well, I haven't gotten a chance I to specifically open. ask. I haven't gotten a chance to use the mirror yet, and it'd be kind of funny to put this guy in there. If you find something cool you could pick up without, you know, getting us all killed, <laughs> whatever. Uh, I my my morals are a little loose on that, but yes, let's let's not like get ourselves killed here, guys. Yeah. Hey, friend, uh, what's your name? Marcus. Marcus. Um, what exactly is going on in Lyland? You said there's magic shit, but like, what kind? What's going on? Well, uh, this this guy showed up, and uh, nobody knows anything about him, but he just kind of uh, took over the whole town. And um, did this guy have a name? No, nobody knows his name. Mm. He's, he's I mean, pretty Charles. Yeah, pretty scary dude. There are a lot of people that. Uh, got together and tried to form a like a resistance group but he killed them all at one time so we just uh packed up and cut our losses did he let you leave willingly or i mean he's not like restricting people's movement in the town but he just he took it over gotcha wait a second this guy he comes in he destroys the resistance does it was this guy have like a an orange skin he have a big yellow comb over Nope. Does he, does he wear a long red tie? Nope. He uh, <clears throat> he wears a hat, and uh, well, I wear some, a hat too. Does he some, have macaroni on it? No, <laughs> no, no. There's no macaroni <laughs> on his hat. It's just a 
Yeah. Oh, thank God it's not the fabled Yankee Doodle of legend. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was uh, he was wearing boots and uh, a hat and uh, Boot, boots with a, the fur. A, uh, <laughs> he was wearing a wearing a wool poncho and he, he smokes a lot of cigars. He's wearing a wool poncho in the middle of the desert. Yep. This guy's pretty sucks. weird. <laughs> So uh, like the what, kind of person that wears sunglasses in the inside. Hey. Well, like the man with no sense, am I right, guys? You are right. <laughs> I love that classic Meryl Marcone humor. Hey, let me ask uh, you this. Marcus, what's your favorite animal? <laughs> I like bunny rabbits. Okay, oh, pick, a di- pick a different one. <laughs> when you, you asked me what my favorite animal is. You can choose between a rat, an owl, <laughs> a goat, a All right, let's give you eight choices and you have to pick your favorite. <laughs> you, you make it one of these uh, animals. You asked me what my favorite animal was. It's a bunny rabbit. Okay, what's your well, favorite out of these eight animals? And some of them are the same, but bigger. Yeah. Uh... We have. Uh, we do we even tell them what they what, were what, yet. What are, we, what are we doing here, guys? <laughs> Maybe we should I'm not just fucking with them at this point. <laughs> is, is there a whole other camp here? I mean, you got a pretty big camp, man. Yeah, who's the best merchant here we could sell to? What do you have to sell? Uh, well, what, do you, what do you have to sell? <laughs> what yeah, were we, we just asking? <laughs> we have weapons. We have some armor. We have provisions. We have. Uh, Exploration gear. We have uh, mm. standard mercantile stuff. We're trying to get our inventory out of Lyland because it seems like uh, it's gonna maybe be destroyed in some sort of weird apocalypse thing. So this is like your full inventory that you have is here right now. Cause you're, you're trying to move everything out of uh, Lyland. Sure. Do you guys have bodyguards? Yeah. Oh. That's cool. Describe your bodyguards. Where, where, <laughs> where, where are you guys? Where are you guys headed? I mean, this, uh, the, we just. Oh, not you. I'm not talking, <laughs> Barbara. I know where we're headed. Marcus, where are you guys headed? This is this is a vast wasteland. We've been walking for days. There's we're not going much to out there. We're, 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 we're going far to the east through the mainland and up north to the uh, capital city, where we can uh, at least unload all of our. Uh, current inventory and figure out what what the next move is for what our is company. <laughs> he said it. It's all the shit. It's armor and oh my god. I want exact. No, shut up. You have like a. Hey, how do you guys get up the cliff? We moved around the cliff both times. Cuts oh, into well, our, our travels by quite a bit. Uh, I feel like in this time there's a big staircase. I mean, yeah. <laughs> a really nice guy put it up there. It's really handsome too, and got there's a great staircase. Hat. Yeah, there's there's a staircase. There might be a giant leaf there. <laughs> Don't fuck with the leaf. It's bad business. Uh, hey, Marcus, what's the deal? Uh, have you guys been dealing with those, like, uh, shock waves? Yeah, they, they roll through randomly, and uh, they're they're coming from Lyland, from the, the man with no name. The first time I ever saw it was when he, he killed the uh, resistance party. So how do you protect uh, yourself with all these tents around? Well, we have to find an encampment where we have some sort of buffering to the west. We only set up camps when there's enough rocks around that uh, will protect us from the shockwaves. Hey, mm. Marcus. Uh, welcome to the resistance. <laughs> <laughs> he just shrugs at you. He's like, I don't, well, okay. 
<laughs> Marcus, you're a good dude. Thanks for all the information. Yo, you want a rat now? <laughs> yeah, would you like to purchase a rat? He says, not even a little bit. An owl named Marshmallow? No. Uh, we, do you guys do you guys do the thing where you sleep during the day and travel at night? He just kind of shakes his head and he uh, he says, no, we have, uh, we have enough gear to protect ourselves from the sun and we have enough pack animals to help Tr- carry all the heavy stuff yeah, so we okay. just try to make as good as time as we can whether it's it's night or day most of the time we end up traveling during the day yeah i travel during the day in the desert i don't need <laughs> shut up think you're too good for night travel huh yeah do you happen to have um some f- spare horses uh we don't have any spare horses but we do have some uh spare room if you if you need to stay for the uh the day or the night we're planning to break camp until tomorrow spare ribs do you do you you have any spare ribs do you have a good barbecue place here he said uh we set up a barbecue pit everywhere we stop Uh, plenty of spare ribs that fucking rules dude um do you have like a mayor because you just like have a guy patrolling the area and and has anyone you know run for mayor is it maybe a position open well what's what's you know what i mean you have a leader of your, your encampment just me and my business partner are in charge of the company. Wait, just two guys are here? We're the two guys in charge. There's like 50 people here. Oh. Uh, yeah, I see them. Okay. Because <laughs> I was going to say. No, shit. They're all standing right there. <laughs> Marcus, well, thanks for all the information. This has been great. Maybe you sure you don't uh... want to buy any perfume? <sighs> People get stinky in the desert. Any random animals? uh... Like, what kind of perfume do you have? Well, I have this fabulous. um, I call it the the pond water special. (laughs) It's um, I pull out my vial of pond water. Uh uh, This is uh, this is water straight from the Feywild. Um, It 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 just looks like ordinary water, but it's actually a very a very powerful. Uh, aphrodisiac (laughs) he smells it and his eyes light up and he says well this is just fantastic i mean what do i have to what do i have to give you to uh for this to be mine Uh, what do you what what's the most valuable thing you own (laughs) my life of course but uh i won't (laughs) trade you that for this perfume i will will offer you 10 gold pieces I'll take it and thank you very much. He produces <laughs> ten gold pieces and says, "Welcome, welcome to the encampment. Welcome uh, to the resistance." <laughs> he says, "Welcome." Question. Welcome. More. Welcome to you. Uh, I, I want to go get some of these spare ribs. Yeah, maybe we should get, we should uh, split up and uh, check this place out. All right. Me and Pommel, we'll, we'll go together. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like the usual pairing. Hello, <laughs> 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 <